0: Hello. Welcome to the Marketing in Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Colby Kluschmann, and I'm super excited to be back. We took a little hiatus from the podcast, just doing some stuff internally and finally back at it. Super excited to be here today with my fellow um, even bounder, Zach Fishman. Zach, thanks so much for jumping on.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. First time guest, but long time listener. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, So Zach, you are a HubSpot account manager at Edenbound. You're somewhat new to the team. I know we've all loved having you and getting to know you. Um, And so to help the people listening get to know you, I hear you're a big fan of golf. Are you not?
1: I am. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I'm located in Milwaukee, so only about half of the year I get to take (laughs) advantage of the the, the nice weather and, and play some golf. But yeah, like the pictures behind me here, those are all Golf courses I've been to in Wisconsin. So yeah, definitely one of my, my favorite hobbies. Yeah,
0: that's so cool. Um, Yeah, we don't always do video, but we will be doing video. This podcast will be in a blog. And so go check that out. You can uh, see Zach and all his uh, fun golf pictures behind him. Um, While I also like golf and would love to talk about it more, that's not really why we're here today. Um, I'm sure you could give me lots of tips and pointers, but we, we do want to talk about HubSpot. And specifically, our question today is what's the difference between a sequence and a workflow in HubSpot? So personally, I know I get these confused, not necessarily like I understand they're different things, but like, how are they different? When would I use them? Um, When would I use one over the other? So I'd love to get your insight just to start. Can you kind of talk us through like why people typically get confused with these two tools and like what general category of HubSpot they are?
1: Yeah, and you're not alone there. Don't <laughs> Good. worry. It's it's a common point of confusion. Um, and I think the reason being is that both were created to help streamline your processes through kind of email automation. Um but they do have some key differences that I'm I'm sure we'll we'll touch on. Um, so HubSpot sequences are kind of categorized as sales automation tools. Whereas the HubSpot workflows are more um, on the marketing automation side, if that makes sense.
0: Gotcha. But automation nonetheless. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's dive in a little deeper and break that down. So let's look at sequences first. You said that's more of the sales automation tool. Can you describe like a typical sequence, maybe give an example of when or why we would want to use a sequence in HubSpot?
1: Yeah. So to, to break it down kind of to its core, a sequence is a series of emails and tasks um, that are designed to follow up with a prospect or a lead. So there's a lot of great features that, that sequences have. So for instance, they're, they're highly customizable. Um, so you can use those personalization tokens within HubSpot, um, within these email templates that, that you create, they are relatively simple. Um, so the, the emails are basic emails, kind of that, that one-to-one uh, just basic HTML email um, so it, it'll look like it's kind of that, that one-to-one communication and sent via you know, a sales-connected inbox rather than the marketing hub. And with that, I guess they're, they're just very direct. So it's, it's, it's really meant for that one-to-one communication between the salesperson and that lead that you're following up with. Things that they kind of lack, they're, they're not meant for bulk communication. So I think there is a limit on there of like 150 um, people per day that can be enrolled in an individual sequence. Mm, interesting. So again, yeah, going back to that, just that one-on-one communication, there's a little bit of lack of reporting when it comes to sequences. You can see some things like how many people enrolled in sequences each day, um, how many people made it through the end of each sequence, but compared to workflows, there's not as robust reporting. And then the last thing I think um, is important to touch on is that they're not automatically triggered. So you have to manually enroll someone in a sequence. So a salesperson has to say, okay, this contact meets my criteria that I would like to enroll this sequence and they have to do them manually. Mm.
0: Can you do something like, okay, here's a list of the people I want to enroll and upload that to make it a little more efficient? I, I
1: don't think they can actually be used that way either i think it's kind of just a one-to-one okay
0: so yeah Yeah. it seems like you said you emphasized it a few times it's a very individualized like specific specific instance where you'd want a contact to be put in a sequence and go through those emails and tasks yeah exactly okay cool i definitely feel like i have a better understanding of that so on the flip side let's talk about workflows so how would you typically describe a workflow and what's in a good a good example or instance where someone would want to use that
1: yeah. Yeah. And sorry, I think I didn't really give a, a good example of a sequence. So oh yeah. Sequences. Yeah. Sequences. Um, again, they're, they're meant to follow up with people. So, um, you know, let's say you have an event and you got, um, a bunch of prospects or leads that, that you got their information from, and you want to reach out to them after the event and follow up with them to see if they'd be interested in your product or service. So that would be a great thing where you could set up, you know, an automated email, introducing yourself, Followed by a task where you're connecting with them on LinkedIn, for instance, and then followed by a manual email and then followed by a a task to call them. So that's, that's kind of the breakdown of the different things you can, you can do within sequences. So event follow-ups, post meeting follow-ups or, or product, product demo requests are are good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a great example. Um, and sorry, I skipped over that too. So
1: (laughs) yeah, no worries. Yeah. So on, on the flip side workflows, workflows are are kind of like the powerhouse of hubspot honestly i think so hubspot was originally designed as this this marketing automation tool and they've since expanded but uh uh, workflows were were really the foundation of that um so i think workflows are what people get probably one of the things people get the most excited about when when first getting into hubspot like oh we can do all this automation here um so workflows are they're they're different than sequences in that they're they are automatically triggered so you can set certain criteria um, and if your contact meets that criteria then they'll be automatically enrolled in that sequence they're sent directly through hubspot marketing hub so the marketing emails so whether you're so you have to save marketing templates uh, automated templates within the marketing hub in order to use those in workflows and then there there's a couple other different functions you can do you can delay uh within the workflow they're they're a little bit more dynamic and compatible and and there's some more robust reporting that that you can do with the different workflows and then those within those different uh marketing emails you, you're able to see more you know click-through rates and um, open rates and stuff like that
0: sure yeah i think robust is a good word to describe workflows i've seen some really Short, concise, but like really impactful workflows. And I've also seen huge workflows that um, are a little like (laughs) overwhelming, but they they certainly get the job done. What's a good example of a real life instance where someone, a marketer um, or someone at a company, would want to use a workflow?
1: Yeah, I think you touched on it a little little bit. Like they they can get pretty overwhelming. and, And that's because I think HubSpot has expanded. Uh, what you can do in there. So it's not just on the marketing side, uh, but we'll we'll stick with that for now. So, you know, you could do, you could set up like an automated lead nurturing campaign after someone downloads a content offer. That would be a great thing to use a workflow for where you've got these kind of drip email campaigns set up and, and are sending via workflows through there, or, you know, sending automated welcome email for your new customers. So Different things like that on the marketing side. But but again, like I said, it can be expanded to internal processes. If you want to set up workflow to, to just automatically change a, a property within HubSpot, you can do that. So it it goes much beyond just the marketing side. And I think that's where some of those internal things, you can see those work, workflows really balloon into these really intense things. Yeah,
0: that's good to know because I typically do just think of workflows as like a marketing like an arm of the marketing department or like a marketing function. So good to know that we can really make those whatever we want, given that HubSpot's added a lot of flexibility and capabilities in there. Before we wrap up, I'd love to get any additional tips you have for using email automation tools like sequences or HubSpots, or maybe just if someone's looking to learn more, is there a direction you would point them in?
1: Yeah, honestly, for me, when I was first starting with HubSpot, what was really helpful is just the templates that HubSpot has pre-built within these tools. So if you go to the automation tab and you go to sequences or you go to workflows and you hit create, HubSpot will populate you know a list of maybe five to 10 different uh, templates that they have set up for each one. And I just like to use these as kind of a, a good, they're a good foundation of, of understanding what. These tools are are used for. So the, everything that we talked about today, it's just it's nice to go in there and get a a big picture of. Hey, here's maybe some ideas that I can use it for. So I always direct people to to go there first and just check out what the tool is capable of, um, and that'll just help you really brainstorm how to use it for your business. Um, but beyond that, of course, Evenbound has has some great blog posts that that we do on. Um, you know, going a little bit in, further in depth on on both of these tools and then obviously the, the HubSpot knowledge base, as we all know, is, is pretty incredible. Yeah, so.
0: absolutely. Cool. Well, I think this is some really great information. Um, I'm excited to talk to you more. We'll have you on our next couple episodes to talk even more HubSpot. So um, I think that'll be great. Again, uh, Zach, thank you so much. Um, and it was a pleasure. We'll definitely have you on again. Cool. Cheers. All right. Thank you all for spending a few minutes with us today. Feel free to give us a five-star review on Apple podcast or, or Spotify, and we will talk to you soon. See ya.